You're now listening to Converse with Marilyn. Okay, welcome back to Converse with Marilyn. This is the second episode and I am here with a very special guest. His name is Zay. And we're going to be talking to you about fashion, streetwear and pop wave. Yeah, so <laughs> you have anything to say? Oh, okay. So you just want to yeah. answer questions yeah. then? Okay. 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 So my first prompt is what is pop wave? And not just a simple run of the mill explanation. Like, what is it to you? Um, pop wave is not just a clothing brand, it's a movement, it's a wave. It's more about bringing out the coolest version of you. One thing about it is, it has this me versus me vibe, like, as I said, it brings out the coolest version of you, so you're yeah. competing, like, do you feel me? Yeah. So yeah, that's what pop wave is. Yeah. About. That makes sense. I've done, like, so much research on you guys, I just have, like, a ton of questions, so please don't mind me. From what I understand, right, uh, pop wave was named pop wave because of its difference. Yeah. You know, they wanted to do Africa, then the world, then whatever universes they are. <laughs> yeah. So could you like build on that or like? Um. Yeah. It's pop wave because it's different. It's mm-hmm. a new wave. Yeah. It's like people haven't seen this shit before in Nigeria. That makes sense. Yeah. So. That's, that's what pop wave is about. Okay, you guys are in 2019. Yeah. Why does this seem like you guys have said way before that? Because, okay, look at um, look at the music industry. Mm-hmm. Look at people like Rema. Like, because they were different. They came up with different sounds. Now, look at how people have forgotten that this nigga has just started. Like, Rema was just 18, like, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so big now because he's different. He came with a different sound. Yeah. And that's how pop wave is. Pop wave came with different. Look at our latest drop. Like. Yeah. No one has ever seen that shit in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. So that's why niggas think we started like a long time ago. Yeah. When I saw twenty nineteen, I was like, what? And I think what makes me the happiest that I was able to interview you is that I knew pop wave before I knew you. Okay. So it's a thing where most of my friends, I know them, then I know the brand. But it was the other way around. The first person I saw was Ashley Okoli wearing and I was like, What how? Like it's so she's really influential. So having someone like her wear your shit is like, you know? But yeah. Yeah, and and we don't pay nobody. Are you serious? No. Even psycho YP? No. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. We don't focus it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think I like the story about um, pop wave starting here and then, you know, but people didn't fuck with it. Then when they started to see other people in other countries fucking with it, they hopped on the wave as well. Yeah. I really like that. It just goes to show, like, if there'll be somebody that'll fuck with their shit at the end of the day. You that Nigerian mentality when they won't, they won't do stuff till they see, like, white people doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's everybody that's always pushing culture, culture, but you won't support your own culture. Right. Yeah. Um, so the second prompt is who is your immediate go to when you think streetwear fashion? Um, Internationally first, then Abuja. All three people actually. Okay. Um, ASAP Rocky, Kai, Abuja. I, I think we're going to talk about Virgil a lot today, but um, I wanted to talk about how music influences fashion, like streetwear fashion. And your first ever tea was a Travis Scott rap tea. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so they started with something and they were like, this is so common. Let's switch to something that screams pop wave. Yeah. You know? Um, music and fashion go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, because even if your music is actually not so good, yeah, if you have like proper fashion, like you're cool, yeah, like, niggas will still vibe to you, yeah. Like, it's all about the attitude, the swag, mm-hmm. the songs, yeah. So, yeah, 
that makes more sense. Like, I was watching a podcast, um, an interview with Virgil today, and he was like, the because he was born in 1980, so he felt like he missed out on an entire era. Mm-hmm. Of, so he said, but in your waters, in the air, like, music influenced what he brought to the table fashion-wise, you know? But, like, I feel... Because most of your... When I was reading the article, it said your inspo was anime, um, anime, music, and something else. And I was like, this is really cool. You know? Like, I like the fact that your apparel stretches with everything. Like, is the skater kid starter pack. Yeah. And then, um, Travis, like, starting with Travis was crazy because... Mm-hmm. That was Travis is a rager. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we came up like mm-hmm. that vibe like who are these guys? Mm-hmm. Do you feel me? So yeah. you didn't want to start small, you wanted to just come in the scene already made. Yeah. I like when brands don't act like, Oh hi guys, we're just new here, we're just I like when you're like, Oh yeah, we've been here for time. We just didn't pop up on your feed, yeah. you know? But like I really like that. Um, how do you think Virgil's death, like, impacted fashion. Yo, um, Virgil's death took a heavy toll on fashion. Like, Virgil was a crazy man. Yeah. As a black fashion designer, like, he achieved so much. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the few black people that, like, were, let's say, directors in, like, Paris fashion houses. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was really great, and he was a creative director, I think. Yeah. In Louis Vuitton, and mm. he had his own brand, Off White. Yeah. So like that was just crazy. Yeah. His death affected everyone. Mhm. Affected everyone literally, like not just even apart from fashion. Fashion stretches, like even he was a very nice person. Yeah. Like and then Africans looked up to him because of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like he had cancer for like two years. Yeah. And he still no one knew. He didn't want anyone to worry about him. Like that shows the kind of person he was. Yeah. That makes Oh and he still um he fought that shit on his own. He yeah. didn't give up mm-hmm. yet. So like he inspired a lot of niggas and as he left us yeah i guess we'll be inspired by what he did i don't think he left us i think he just went to another place to leave another legacy you know like i feel like when great people die yeah like they never truly leave yeah they just they've left a legacy that will live on like no one will be able to forget this man no matter where they go like for time to come they will always always remember who he is you know he was talking about Kanye today in the podcast well not today but when I was watching it and he was like when Kanye asked to collaborate he was like okay this is the starting point but this is also the finish line because you know it's finished like when two strong black um, creatives join forces there's Really no stopping them. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Um so I have so many questions. I don't even think we'll be able to stick with them. But um what was fashion like for you growing up? Well what I know about fashion now, I feel like I didn't know shit when I was younger. Of like, course. I didn't know anything. But then I still I feel like from when I was younger, I yeah. still knew I was still above like Yeah, the average yeah, high beast. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like naturally my mom already like my mom knew stuff and she was already telling me, yo, don't mix these colours. Yeah. Don't do this, don't do that. You feel me? So I feel like parents that have an eye for fashion just like make naturally their yeah. children will definitely follow in that yeah. way as well. It's my gene. Yeah. <laughs> um how do you think I re I th- and this is a question that I wanted to say to the end, but is I'm like I was just going to ask, okay. and I have so much to talk about here. How do you think press influences various choices? <laughs> you mean like generally or pop wave? Let's start with generally, then we move to pop wave. Generally, um, 
people want to these days like people buy stuff not because it looks cool yeah people just buy stuff because it's expensive and they want people to know that they're wearing expensive shit yeah yeah so apart from that like going to pop wave now Mm -hmm. um people say pop wave is overpriced yeah (laughs) like and i've never understood that phrase and i wanted to talk about this one in-depthly because on your bio (laughs) it says um i think get your mom's credit card Mm -hmm. or something like that and it's just like you guys know that you're not making you're making your clothes because you want to it's like we're not making clothes for the masses we're making clothes that the masses will buy yeah you know it's like well you can't go to gucci and say okay what's your last price on that bag thank you and that's the influence like wave has on people mm-hmm. like we're not just making this shit to like we're not just making fine clothes for people to buy yeah it is influencing people to dress good yeah like it's changing the style the fashion I mean, everyone thank you everyone has their style but like they're still work and they're yeah. still cool yeah so it makes people dress cool and probably isn't overpriced anyway because it gives you the total value for okay, your money. the quality of your stuff yeah, is actually it's, it's different yeah you said that you make your clothes Quote and swing. yeah yeah they're not made in nigeria they're made in Atlanta. that makes a lot of sense yeah you can't really compare your clothes to manufacturers in nigeria like no offense to anybody who does that it's just the quality would definitely be different yeah and I feel like you're paying for what you get. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Pop Wave is even underpriced. Are you serious? Yes. Pop Wave deserves to be more expensive, I would use, than it is. But, like, I mean, you have to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That makes lots of sense. I like how you guys know for a fact that this is not where it ends. It's never Abuja. It's always... like. I was wondering, what do you feel about the general scene of like the the growing trend, if I must say, of like graphic tees in and like graphic apparel in Abuja? Yeah, like recently, it's a lot more than how it used to be. Before. Yeah. Cause right now, like I mean, graphic tees are really cool. Like mm-hmm. they look cool. It depends though. Like you can't just buy a shirt and just draw shit on it yeah it still boils down to quality mm-hmm. and what is on the shirt like what does it say yeah so yeah i feel like everybody just wants to make and package you know and it's like what was that like you mean you mean like buyers or people like that? people like i mean i feel like everybody has their own hustle and i'm not going to discriminate that but like yeah. if you're putting my belief if you're putting shit out there mm-hmm. let that shit be good yeah. Because you not only is there a digital footprint, because people remember, oh, you're the one that did this, so you're the one that your name is everything when you're starting a brand. These days, like people create brands just for fame, mm. just to be popular. Like I mean, in Abuja, yeah, like <laughs> they don't even put effort in their stuff, and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, you so. I feel like it boils down to your intention, yeah. you know, like, you can't tell me, okay, there's some teas and, like, there's some brands that I'm just like, okay, when you created this, what were you thinking? <laughs> like, what was, I, when I'm criticizing, <laughs> when I'm criticizing um, brands and when I'm criticizing, um, like, fashion in general, like, yeah. different, I'm just like, Okay, we first have to think about what the creator's vision was while they were making it. But sometimes it's really hard to find what that vision is, you know? But I guess someone will fuck with this. Someone. Yeah. Not me, but someone. (laughs) You know? But yeah, um... I just want to say that the Popwave website is so cool. (laughs) It's literally so cool. I like how minimalist it's not too crowded, you know, but still I mean apart from like the quality of the stuff you make, mm-hmm. you still have to put effort in your marketing. Yeah. 
they have to make everything concerning you cool. Yeah. Like everyone, you have to pull the crowd. Like I mean, if you go to the website, like if you stumble on the website by mistake, you're going yeah. to be attracted. You're going to want to scroll down. Yeah. And see what it entails. The black and white minimalist yeah. is very. I like how they contrast so much. I see that it's not all about the most expensive thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, um, I don't know how to put this, but like, fashion really goes down to how much you can do from little. That makes so much sense. Yeah, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, most of, and I feel like I'm going to go past what I'm meant to be saying, but like, I like when brands are underground for a while because it gives you saturation that you don't find anywhere else like you know um vivian westwood now yeah like for a long time it was an underground brand like before the social media craze before everything it was silent people just getting the in fact it was the clothes before the jewelry but things like that and in fact even at the time, the 1998, to early, early 2000s, when Sex and City came out with that um, wedding dress, you know, for Vivian Westwood. And that's where people started to say, oh, so this is actually a brand. And it took, now, I feel like most brands that are big now have the strongest foundation. Yeah. And because they were underground for a very long time, because they had the people who where they are guys, people who just used to get their stuff and I feel like when you get keep stuff on you enough, it makes the brand's name stronger when it comes out because there's people that can dedicate their lives yeah. to your brand, you know? People that just see what you see. Mm-hmm, your vision. I know everybody will see that. Not even just fashion, but in music as well. Um, your, what's your, this is a random question, but what's your favorite artist? Um, Lester's like, in Abuja. My favorite artist in Abuja. Mm-hmm. YP, definitely. I heard about him in 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. And that was when I had a friend, Devan, he was, that was all he used to listen to. I was like, and he was like, just listen to this. I promise he's, you know, he's on the rise. He's coming up really quickly. This is that. I like when people from this state, because it's always Lagos, 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 Lagos. Yeah. You never see anyone from Abuja coming out to do something, you know? YP is talented, as well as um, Uji Amani. Yeah. Uji Amani is upcoming, like, his music is crazy. Like, what's your favorite YP song? My favorite YP song. <laughs> yeah, you went back. <laughs> My favorite YP song. Um, that's very hard yeah. for me, but I love, I love cruise rhythm. Like mm. it's not a song that really went so far. That's how it always. I feel like everybody has their own specific yeah. song that touches them. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the most popular song. It just has to be the one that touches you. The one yeah. that you vibe with, yeah. you know? I like most of the songs in YP season 1. Like I-, I think, yeah. I think pretty much YP for me as well. You know, but you, like Mason, do you think that influences the way you dress? Um, Mason 2-5 or something. Mm-hmm, of course. Okay. <laughs> um, Mason 2-5, if it affects the way I... What? Your dress, like you, your mindset, what you, like the way you dress, the way you I think. Mean, not really though, because my mind was already like, I mean, to listen to that type of music, your mind has to be yeah. different. Like <laughs> you have to think different to like fuck with like people like Mason, who like probably learns from well. like Carti and all those people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my mind was already like that. Before I started listening to him, I just heard Mason. I think I heard him like, I don't know, on the radio or something. Yeah. And then I'm like, this nigga is different. <laughs> and that's how I started fucking with this shit. I've, I started fucking with Mason when my best friend introduced me. He was like, because he makes music as well. And it was like, okay. The first song I listened to, I was like, mm, not really. But when you listen to, I think his kind of music is 
you won't even know when it hits you. Yeah. Do you get? You won't know when you fall in love with it. And the thing about people that sing that type of music is that a lot of people. It's crazy because in the beginning, like people never yeah. like them. Mm-hmm. Like it's not made for the crowd. Yes. It's not made for the crowd. It's for people who understand that type. Yeah. And then like if it's it's like it's like a virus. The way it comes to you like <laughs> and, and it spreads. You so don't just quickly. you don't just fuck with them like the way you like your normal person. Like when you start liking them, it goes deep like, Yes, because no one else likes them as much as you. Exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I remember because they kind of I listen to a wide variety of music and most of the time people are like, oh because I listen to Korean RB. I listen to Stop the <laughs> Korean what? R and B. Korean R and B. Yes. Oh. I listen to Korean R and B. I listen to Alte Cruise. Okay. I listen to basically I listen to piano. <laughs> like I listen to anything that yes of stuff. Yeah. So when you do that and people won't fuck with everything, I've tried to put people on so many things, but like mm, no, that's not. So when you feel like you're the only person that gets, definitely it will run so deep and you will never ever like when I was talking about um Vivian Westwood, yeah. like I think I was in year eight or something. And it was like, what's this brand you're always rambling about? You know, nobody. But now everybody's with that chain. That you pro- knew Vivian Westwood in year eight. Yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, like, cause um, there was a show I told you about it, Nana, yeah. like the anime that was basically, it, encapsulated Vivian Westwood. Yeah. You know, from the she had this cause Nana was made in late nineties, so it was. Every single thing from that um, globe chain that's also a lighter. Yeah. You can never find that anywhere. Like, you can't find that anywhere now because it's probably sold out. That was like, you know, how many years ago? But things like that makes you understand the true meaning. Like, I was watching one of her interviews. You know, she used to be so broke back in the 90s. Like, you, it's like, that just doesn't even seem logical. Like, someone who is what everybody trying to get if even Westwood um ring everybody trying to get everybody trying to you know people are even boycotting this shit you get so when you now go back to her talking in the nineties and she's like I'm so because she was talking to Naomi Campbell and she was like oh I'm so sorry I couldn't pay you girls back then she couldn't pay them as much as she would have wanted to because she didn't have enough money but it's like no she can pay you like double what you know, because people have publicized social media is fashion. And I feel like that's such a vague statement. But like look at wisdom. Like wisdom kai now. Yeah. And like like that quarantine period for him was his starting point. Like he was just a regular guy on TikTok just posting like fits. posting posting fits and then people were like he got on vogue like in only a matter of months. Like, because social media pushes things. It makes you believe that you like something because you are seeing it on your feed. You're seeing it every day. You're seeing... But how you know you really like something is when you see it once. When it's not something that's too publicized and you like it at the end of the day, you know? I really fuck with shit like that. Um, Let me see. What else can I ask you? I like how we are. <laughs> are you enjoying your time yeah. so far? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the topic is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you had to choose one item from Pop Waves to wear every day, what would you choose? That's tough. One item to wear every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be part of the new season. I mean, like, socks. Pop like, which socks. one? Like, I mean the specific item. Um, the first, just like, the first one with the Pop Wave logo. Okay, it, yeah. the original. Yeah. I would get the, your girl thinks I'm cool, or that, that tea. I yeah. would get that, and okay. I wear that every day. Okay. I really like that. I also yeah. like the member pieces. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the coolest tea ever. <laughs> yeah. I like the earrings. 
I really fuck with the earrings. Yeah, and the earrings. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like when you create this, I wouldn't call this a cult, <laughs> but a group of people that really, really like want to be part of a small group of people that yeah. are like there's something with union. Do you guess like union makes the brand? Like a lot of times you see um you see upcoming brands and then you're like, Who are these people? By the way, Popwave is a collective, correct? Mm-hmm. Like how many people? Four. Oh, so your brother is Yeah, and three of his friends. Four of them. Yeah. So he like were you there when he was still like, you know, doing the planning stuff? Like, yeah. Like were you hand in hand? Like how did that feel? Like um okay there are four of them mm-hmm. and then i'm i'm there actually because my brother is part of it so yeah. it makes me part of it because my brother is actually older than me with like a lot <laughs> but we're still like twins that makes sense yeah because everything he knows he pushes it into me like i forgot to answer your question about my nigerian fashion icon yeah it's definitely reggie because i learned everything like mm. He teaches me everything he knows. So we're like the same people yeah. in two different bodies. Groups. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. When so, yeah. I I um I what I see. Most of I give ideas. Apart from taking it to the whole world, you start from your group. Yeah. And I have my group as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically what I do. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So they're pushing it out yeah. to people who don't even know anything about it and yeah. then that's how from the small corners of your mind to the expanse of the world yeah that makes sense and then anyone can be a pop wave member i mean like anybody can be a pop wave member as long as you as, l- as long yes as long as you see the vision as long as you fuck with it you're a pop wave member i like when i'm I'm saying it's like I interview people every day. Yeah. But it's like, I like when I'm talking to people or I'm interviewing somebody yeah. and you can see that they have a lot of knowledge on this. They have hearts and hearts is what makes the brand. Yeah. You know, like you can come and tell me, okay, why did you make, like somebody, you asked one of these people, why did you make the brand? Like, to make money, of course. There will never be like, like obviously, I don't know. I can't really say if they'll be as successful as the people who have the heart, the soul, and everything. Yeah. But, like, it's it's a thing where when you pour your soul into something, it manifests. It's part of you. Mm-hmm. So you would definitely... You know what? how strong the human will is? The human will is so strong. So definitely, if that's an embodiment of yourself, you'll give it your 100%. And what one person can do, imagine four people... Imagine a collective that four minds yes. that have a lot in them mm-hmm. that all see differently, but the same. Mm-hmm. What that, kind of I really like how you said that. Yeah, I really like how you said that. Um, creatives are my favorite type of people to talk to. Yeah. People like in the last podcast, Jade said, um, "Art saves." Whether you're creating it or you're taking it in. So no matter what you're doing, like, even if, it's like, your brand tells a story. Like, and the essence of this podcast is to push that story out, you know. Because people, people just go on your website and say, oh, that's a tea. Oh, that's a nice skateboard. But they don't know the effort. They don't Wait, know can the you time. say, what did she say again? Like. Art does what? Art saves people, whether you're taking it in or you're creating it. That's 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 crazy. Like you <laughs> must be really smart because that everything is art. Yeah. Art is life. Yes. Yeah. And and music, fashion, everything is art. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Expression is so important. Like everything is about expression. Um for me, I don't think I can I can stay without expressing. Like if I if I'm sad, if I'm angry, I'll either write about it or create a fucking podcast and talk about it for hours. You know, like that's me expressing. I will never be one to 
not open up you know do you get like there's people that are closed off individuals but when you have them like this when they're like tell us about your brand they will go on on and on and on that is their outlet yes. that's their es- escape you know it's all about mixing with the right people yeah so everyone i believe has a talent yeah it just depends on it, how you nurture it like do you feel me yeah depends on what you do about that talent like you i know your your apart from all this fashion like your grammar is different like <laughs> I, I, I can't use the words that you use and all that shit encapsulate yeah. whatever you said here to me. <laughs> Do you feel me? So yeah, it depends. Like if you mix with the right people. Like, yeah. I know you work, you work with people. Yeah. Exactly. And that you learn more from them. Yeah. Exactly. You have to no matter who you are, you have to learn from people. I think for a lot of times, right? Yeah. I just realized and I just remember Whenever I'm going through a hard time, yeah. my pain, and it's so unfortunate, my pain is what makes my work good. And I hate that. Like, I just like, why can't I enjoy and produce good work? For, like, I think my best piece, like, um, the, like, something tangible I can say that I've done that has touched a lot of people is um, overcoming overdose OCD. And I made that while I was in severe pain. <laughs> like, I was going through things that you wouldn't even, like, yeah. imagine, you know. And I was able to birth that, yeah. you know. Like, I've only, like, even the good poems I make pain, the, like, the art I make, because I design stuff on my own, but I, I never really talk about that, yeah. like, when I'm even graphic design, because I'm not really, I'm not Photoshop level, yeah. but I'm like Canva and just, <laughs> you know. But even when I design and it's about, you know, like it's around or surrounding my pain or like sadness, anger, or just a very distasteful emotion, pain, and it's always good. Yeah, because see, same way, I, people don't know this, but I write, I write lyrics like a lot i mean i have like 25 lyrics in my notes i just write beats and then a lot of shit that's inside me that doesn't come out comes out when i'm writing lyrics like when i'm freestyling when i'm just sitting down writing lyrics to beats like i mean i have these lyrics like i wrote purpose from the pain that's when i discovered that you make purpose from your pain like every situation like every mistake you make yeah. There is something you learn from it. Something comes out of it. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. So. Yeah. I just... I think for a long time, I just thought... Like, when obviously, when you're growing up, you just think fashion is the clothes you wear every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody really deeps fashion when you're... You know? But it was... It was when I went to, like, boarding school and then everybody was like, oh, you have to get these new Nikes... I think it was when I got to school that I even said to think about brands. Yeah. I never thought about brands. Like, ah, mommy, I like that pink shirt. Can I have it? It was never brands. It was always, I like that. I want it. Yeah. You know, when I got there, I was like, so you don't have Nikes? That's bad. (laughs) Like, you know, you have to get these Adidas um, shoes. You don't have the Nike school bag. What's I going to wear for sports? It was like different things. And it was like, oh, so I have to get this brand. And I was watching a, a video on TikTok. And it said, Gucci and all of these mainstream brands, like mainstream expensive brands, yeah. don't make clothes for rich people. They make clothes for people who want mm-hmm. to look rich. Yeah. You know? And when I heard that, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, rich people never wear... Like, of course, I I know one or two, like, actual... And I think there's... I always say this. There's rich. Yeah. There's wealthy. And then there's affluent. Like, there's the rich people. People that have money. Like, just people who are, you know, of course they have... But you know that money will never equal class. Yeah. Then there are people who have wealth. 
and then that's like old money people that have always had this their families families and generations after and before and they're affluent people people that don't you their aura and like just they're of course they have money and then they have initiative and then they have like you get those are people that are you know rich to me those are people who are everything you know i also saw this quote and they said some people are so poor all they have is money no intellect do you get do you get yeah like because there's some people like um when because the boarding school i went to of course like everybody there was paying a shit ton of money so you definitely mix with people who just it's all like the insults would range from guy your four shut up <laughs> it would always go like that it would never be anything else it would always capitalize on the money that you have and it's like it's not even you that has the money it's your parents and god forbid if your parents die what's going to happen when you have no initiative and you don't even have the will to learn how to gain that initiative you're just there with the remaining like let's say your parents leave you with even if they leave you with one billion pounds you think you're set for life like that's not like initiative like is, in a day. like you need to know how to use you it. get use it and people don't i don't know whether it's just me when i um get money or when i have a large sum of cash i like thinking about having a large sum of cash is always invest it's always you know even if like when i because whenever i get like a small amount of money i just want to splurge you know yeah. but like and it's even always on candy <laughs> so it's not like you know but it's just maybe i can put this here and maybe i can do this and maybe i can do that like apple Podcasts now yeah. like for the premium version like if you want them to push your stuff out to more people then you have to pay 9k like and i don't know if that's monthly or but that's investment that's an investment like it's like investing in yourself is the truest form of that was all that was going through my mind (laughs) like i was waiting for you to say investing in yourself yeah you have to invest in yourself if you don't invest in yourself you're going to fail badly (laughs) like investment like people always feel like when i'm buying a a when i'm buying clothes like and that's why i always get so angry that i don't buy my own clothes yet because my mom buys all my clothes or my auntie that you know we just say the kind of clothes you want and then they just send it over i've never really bought like a whole piece of clothing before like with my own money because my mom wants me to save and she wants me to you only have clothes that you can wear once like the like that's what irritates me most of the time i don't have any staple clothes you know you know what staple clothes are like yeah. those things in your closet that you can style with anything else yeah. and you they just never go out of style you know it's like and when you have like a a white crop top um camisole now or singlet it's like you can style that with joggers. You can style that with, mm, like, a long, flowy skirt. You can do a lot of things with that. You know, that's a staple item. That's what I love about Rick Owens. Yeah. Most of the shit is like that. Like, I mean, you can have a pair of wigs and use only that for the rest of your life. <laughs> you should? Yeah. Yeah. You can have a pair of Rick Owens and wear it every day. And then, like, you still look cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I like shoes... I like the kind of fashion that looks kind of like worn out. It doesn't it doesn't look too flashy but it's like do you guess timeless. Yes. Converses are the hardest shoes out there. They're the like do you guess like they're shoes that they can literally be torn at the size and people will be like, that's hard. You know? Cause it's like you wear them over and over because they're just really conventional. Yeah. I remember when, like, I always wanted Converse's because it's like, and then there was that era of the Converse high tops and all of that. And it's just like, okay, I think I'll back up now because I really didn't like high tops. I did not like that era of, yeah, I didn't like that era at all. But 
Converse's are so like there are some brands that are just everybody knows like people who know fashion know that those brands are there good if you have any money now i remember when everyone wanted supras <laughs> yeah like supras <laughs> That was what was like. If you didn't have supers, you were a dead guy that year. Yeah. To show you how backwards we were in Nigeria. <laughs> it's like so many things were fashion fads, you know. Yeah. Like I remember when the first time, cause I watch a lot of nineties shows and I listen to a lot of nineties music. So the like, and my dad was also someone who was always he lived in that era. I think before. Because a lot of girls who didn't even know, like, this wave thing just came out of, you just see boys trying to automatically get waves nowadays. But it's like, I knew, like, because my dad always used to get waves. Like, because he was, he had, he could be the sporting waves ambassador. It was always, he had the shampoo, he had the, he had everything. Yeah. Like, you know, and the durag thing came. He just didn't wear durag because he felt like, you know, he's a dad. That's him, you know. But the whole durag scene i was like okay um what like how come now everybody just like and people that like because it for i always knew um durag as wave caps like just for waves until i saw people with braids wearing durags i was like okay (laughs) i guess people are just wearing it for fun now like fashion touches fashion influences and you can see music as well look at tupac i feel like tupac in himself made 90s fashion while you, we were talking about drugs like i was thinking of tupac <laughs> of how he like ties it and ties that bone yes and, yeah that's awesome like him and snoop like that um bandana era as well where mm. everybody used to tie either that or they would put it at the back of their pockets i think that was year seven that's yeah. like some gang type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then gang, like, people, so many things influence fashion because fashion is the way of life. Mm-hmm. So it depicts, like, for example, if you, because I'm a history student, so knowing all these things is essential to the course in itself. Educates like, me, educates me. So, like, for instance, now, um, in the Great Depression, mm-hmm. it came after the Roaring Twenties. So everybody in the Roaring Twenties was, you know, the if you like the quality of life in the nineteen twenties, America was supreme. Like people, that was when Ford brought out the um, assembly line, and everybody was getting cars, and the cinema came out, jazz came out, the radio came out. Everything was just like everybody was investing in leisure because they've been suffering from wars, you know. They've been suffering from, you know. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, like, like they've been suffering. So the Great Depression just came because, you know, the Wall Street crash and all of that. What happened to the shiny clothes that everybody was wearing? What happened to... If you saw, like, the transition from one page of my history textbook to the next, it was where somebody was wearing... I'm trying to remember the name. Are they called flappets? Or the... There, there are these women that had the... They were activists with fashion, kind of. Yeah. Um, they used to smoke, they used to drink, and they did everything that men were against. Like, um, they, you know how the average 1919 woman would dress like with the clothes to her ankles and like gloves, don't show any skin at all. And then you see those girls with their um short dresses yeah not even they didn't used to wear many because they used to wear these dresses with sequins and like it was everything have you watched the great gatsby no you need to watch that movie tomorrow or today <laughs> like it would show you that movie was the second movie that made me cry because the it was so beautiful are you writing it down yeah because <laughs> it was so beautiful like it's encapsulated sorry sorry <laughs> And Castle said, what the 90s and the, sorry, the 1920s scene was about. Everybody had money because everybody was buying on credit. Do you get? So it was the quality of fashion. Like people were investing in. I'm just so excited. <laughs> but it's like, okay, um, 
there i saw on tiktok there's this page that brings up like these old um fashion um things like these old they just told me that my limit is 60 minutes so I'm let's keep an eye on yeah, yeah. Okay. we well we have yeah basically so um what else to say there were these bags that they made in the 1920s or was it 1940s along that period or I'm pretty sure it's 1950s but um these bags were basically it looked like they were a stack of books but they opened up to and I'm just like wow the innovation really started a long time ago yeah like even in times where everybody was thinking about wars and nothing new there's nothing new under the sun yeah there was someone i feel like every single time i think about something i always want to put it out there because it's like there's someone that's going to bring up you know thomas uh, um thomas edison wasn't the first person that thought about the light bulb and all of that he was just the first to speak about it and perfect it oh i'm learning a lot from this shit (laughs) like it's like okay um but where is that person now I think it was um Da Vinci that said um um to make it you must copy something like that. I'm not saying it well, but yeah. you have to copy and like make it better. Yeah. I mean everything has happened. In you just way. have to make it better. Yeah. Like add to that add it's to that. Pe- thing, right? People people forget that it's not about being unique. Yeah. It's showing the part of you that's willing to like like how do i put it in a way that i can explain you know it's like okay there's so many things i'm thinking now nobody wants to be loud yeah. and about nobody wants to 100 percent like say all their thoughts and like open up because nobody really respects like people who do that you know like people are like what like i i had a friend that used to post his poems on his main yeah all the time and it was like he was the first person that i saw doing that i was like because when you post something that is not promotions like i mean everybody's like (laughs) do you get they're private for a reason you know no one really wants to be out and about with that kind of thing and that's just so sad because expression is one me i feel like i respect people who don't give a shit about what they do like about like Kanye now people are like oh my gosh like why is Kanye bringing all this stuff on Instagram like Kanye is sick Kanye should be cancelled Kanye should be dead but like Kanye is Kanye another person that's coming up with that attitude is Sloan <laughs> Sloan doesn't give a shit about us. like he doesn't like even I I was watching uh he, they did a street interview with him yeah or something and they were like what do you do for a living he was like um. First, he lied to her that he was a mathematician. <laughs> then he went on to say, "Oh, I make art," and she was like, "Oh, do you like what you do?" He was like, "No, I fucking hate it." <laughs> so I was like, "This man, like, people will be self-conscious, but he does not care about his digital footprints." In quotes, he doesn't care about who says what about him on these blog posts. He doesn't really give a shit. Yeah, you know, but yeah. Um, we have to be <laughs> rounding up because it said sixty minutes. So yeah, um, what would be my last? Mm, when you, and I think this is a very big question. Please take it easy. <laughs> oh my god, are you scared? Okay, no, I'm not. Nervous? Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. When you grow up. Are you going to make your own brand? Probably. Definitely. I mean, like, I wanted to start a brand, like, since when I was in secondary school. But then I realized that I haven't... I have very, very little knowledge about fashion. Like, I don't know anything about fashion yet. So you had to saturate. You had to stay under people with like minds to now gain information. Like, you know... Right now, I'm in the process of gaining knowledge yeah yeah i really like the fact that with you and i like the similarities you don't jump into things do you know that i wanted to start a podcast since last year like i i was like should i but something just said chill 
chill like because i used to overthink and deep a lot of things like um i need a mic i need a mixer i need a studio when am i going to do this i need to do that because i'm a perfectionist i don't like to see when things are (laughs) i don't like to see when things are half-heartedly done like you know let's just do it and get it over with but i i now found out later on that it wasn't the equipment i was missing it was the mindset you know yeah like i needed to understand that um as i'm starting this podcast it's just a start you know it's, it's just a start everything will be fine just go with it so i told my guys in fact i don't even have guys but i told people who i could <laughs> i told people who i could and you know everybody was like really supportive of it and i was like you know what let's fucking do this shit and we started it so yeah that's and, and it's, it's going places yeah i hope that this will be publicized like i really hope that your brother listens to this thing because you've said so much to make him proud yeah yeah like you represented this thing and i'll 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 spend my last paycheck <laughs> getting the member earrings like i will i need to do that but i think it's sold out you yeah, get stuff out. so it's it gets sold out really easily. Yeah, because people are starting to have good taste for quality. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, we have to call it a day. This is 51 seconds, 51 minutes, 52 now. And it doesn't even feel like we've done 10 minutes. Yeah, because it was hella fun. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. So you guys, stay tuned for the outro. This has been Converse with Marilyn and... Star. <laughs> yeah. Bye for now. You just listened to Converse with Marilyn. Thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, please follow the show and give us your honest ratings. Stay tuned and definitely keep listening for more. Bye for now. <laughs>